Okay, Andre Govorov, how you doing, my friend? Um, uh, it's like I would I would like to say you that I'm good, but I'm I'm okay because a lot of things going on around uh, me, around my family, around my relative friends, and uh, it's a difficult period for us. And I'm trying my best to help them, everyone, everyone I can. Uh, and most of my time now I'm on my phone, uh, coordinating some things. Uh, from one side, we're preparing um, with all the, all the athletes of national teams. We're all at national teams. All the athletes now join in one channel. <clears throat> we're preparing messages to uh, to federations, to IOCs, to private companies, like to everyone that we can put some sanctions on uh, Russian athletes. That because we're a sport family, that we can really put pressure from that side. On the other hand, I have many calls, many messages, uh, sometimes to help someone to uh, give some information, some money, some food, uh, you know, we're just trying to uh, be useful as possible, you know, uh, and like uh, uh, my family, my relatives, uh, now that they are in Dnipro, is not an active uh, war phase, but I have like 20, 25 friends that they are in Kiev, and in Kiev, it's really, really tough now it's like they bombing they just sent me a message that huge explosion was like three four minutes ago and um but i'm i'm proud of my nation now you know since we are 30 years old country uh we, i can't say that we were united before but this this what's happening now make us like really big big family and um, everyone help everyone and i'm i'm proud of that uh, what I want to say that also I want to thank all the international sports swimming community because because of you guys sharing it, we can put a lot of pressure on Russia. Because some people think that oh that, this is just swimming, it's nothing. But honestly, if you put pressure on and every single person in Russia, no matter what, is it athlete or uh, just a common person that works uh, in, on the street, like cleaning the streets, if we're gonna put pressure on all of them. We're going to win this war because uh, all together being united gives us uh, more, uh, gives us the, the, the hope to believe, you know, and I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud what we're doing right now. And I, I appreciate all international support. I know. I know that you're not in the country right now. Are you allowed to say where you're at or you prefer not to? Uh, I'm yeah. I'm allowed to say I'm in Germany, and uh, I'm I'm fine with that, and I'm just doing my best to support from here. Because I'm not, I cannot move. You know, like all the borders are far away from Germany, and uh, uh, I'm, you know, my safety is doesn't really important right now. You know, what is important that my country is under a huge threat. What is important is that we have a huge support to. Uh, to really understand in case uh like now the democracy is under attack it's not about ukraine anymore it's all it's more about worldwide order that's happening right now we cannot let russia do these terrible moves to 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 legalize their uh threats before the annexing and something because in case in, in case it's going to happen the next shot can be somewhere else and we we don't want to we don't want to make it happen 
I'm sure this is uh, also difficult for you because I'm, I'm sure you have Russian friends who are swimmers. I'm sure you, I'm sure you're friends with, with some of these um, guys and girls, right? I can say even more. Um, I don't want to like my family relatives really close. I don't want to say who and how, because for security reasons, right. they are Russians. I'm, uh, I'm 50, 50, you know, my half blood is Russian. Our blood is Ukrainian, so I'm half breed. You know, that's the the toughest, the, the toughest thing for me. Uh, and I tell you one thing: not all the Russian relatives support. That that's another painful moment because some people are just thinking that they are, I don't know. Like I don't, honestly, I don't know what they they are thinking, but they're sending the message just like, oh, the Putin is the best and everything. It's it's really difficult to uh, to hold propaganda there. And it's the people who knows me personal. They've been in my houses, like they've been uh, in Ukraine, and they knew they saw what's happening in reality, you know. But they still don't believe, and that's that that's uh, that's kind of terrible. And uh, but Russian people, they are not all blind. Uh, uh, some Russian athletes, they are brainwashed, and they just support Putin and his um, aggression. But some just ask him the questions like, what do, do I think and how is really going on? And then they they changing their minds. They're really changing their minds. They're really critical in the beginning. Oh, you're an idiot. Why you ask the athletes? What is the responsibility of the athletes? And after a couple of minutes of talk, they say, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. Uh, what, but what can I do? And I'm saying, uh, just say the thing before, like, uh, in, in my language to support my nation that uh in case you can't do anything like you think that you cannot do anything you don't want to go to the streets but imagine you're just whispering to your friend to your mother to your father that look we're for peace we, we are against war uh ukraine is our friends like our like brotherhood that that's what they need to say to each other and you say from one person to another like from second to third fourth and uh, fourth and fifth and sixth person can be this soldier Oh, it can be this, um, like some girl or woman that is wife of the soldier, and she will convince him that come back, don't fight. You know, that, that's a little whisper can make big value. Mm, mm. Yeah, that, that's that's what we're trying to do. Um, tell, tell me this, like, from listen, man, I'm I'm on the outside here. You know, I'm in I'm in America. I'm safe. I'm comfortable, and and I feel horrible with what i'm seeing on, on the news and on tv i don't understand it maybe like you understand it why from your perspective i mean you know it sounds like it sounds like brothers are fighting here like the, you you said you're 50 50 you know you've got family you've got blood like why is this happening from your perspective uh it's uh, clear um as you know we just need to we need to see that from perspective of the what ukraine is and what russia is in the last 30 years, Ukraine, since we got our freedom from uh, USSR, we elect six presidents, six. Russia, uh, they transfer from Yeltsin to Putin. Then they transfer from Putin to Medvedev, to Medvedev to Putin. So Putin is the only one who is leader. And he's a, like, uh, like he thinks that he's a king, he's a dictator. And he crossed the line. So. And if we, if you see the historically, they attack Georgia, like Chechnya, Georgia, then uh, the Moldovian part. Uh, and every time they attack someone, they annex it, like Crimea. Every time he attacked in some like hybrid wars or like they're saying they're defending, his ratings went so high up. Every time, every time he did that, 
all Russians were supporting these moves. But the difference is when he attacked Ukraine, he was not expecting that Ukrainians will resist. He expected that we will surrender in the first two days. He expected that we we, we waiting for them, but it was a huge mistake. How you can how you can attack the race uh, of uh, Ukrainians when the last revolution we've done just because someone went to the streets and they got beat by police, and then we we were with a just um, with with a with baseball stick, you know, or something. We were fighting against the people with the guns, and 102 people are dead on the revolution. But now we have weapons. Now we have army. Now we have everything to defend. Like how you can expect that we will resist? So I, he miscalculated. But the thing is that he crossed the red line. He can't step back. Mm. And uh, it's uh, another point is really danger for us, for whole world, because he already told that he's activated the nuclear weapons in the highest level of defense, you know, and he was already talking loud about that, that look, if I'm, if I'm losing, I'm going to press the button. That's the most dangerous point. And I hope now, uh, just because we resist with whole world economically, Russia will be, will be provoked to just people start to stand against the war because they're paying themselves. Everyone pays now. Everyone should pay the price for this aggression. And it can, it can change, you know, but I hope, uh, uh, I hope the international community community keep supporting us. I'm, I'm really thankful for everyone who just sharing it. If you post is nice, if you talk about this, it's really good. If you share, if you support someone sending the messages, it's really good because everyone feels support. It's a cold world war now going on because yeah, yeah. all the support from people. It's like I mean, I, I understand this. The, the, the support is obviously um, necessary. And, and for you to be vocal, I feel like, are you feeling like you have to be vocal? You, you fe are you fearful to be vocal? Yeah, of course. I mean, I don't really, look, I, I know that, I'm not stupid, okay? I'm 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 doing my like my best as like my best way to to be against all of this situation because I don't want to leave my country because I had all the opportunities already to leave my country and live in any country in the world I want. And um, now it's my time to give back to the country. And I can speak loud for any topic. I can speak loud to to call to help to support and as any other Ukrainian everyone now all together if you want to win this war against us you need to kill everyone that that that's the point and uh, like what i do now i i i'm gonna raise the foundation to to help uh, uh kids and families that uh, lost their homes or they need emergency help or something we're just gonna make these quick transactions to small transactions to help someone uh, who is really needs because we have a big group of people who monitors people that needs quick support somewhere and uh, that's kind of my mission for for these days for now parallelly parallelly we we made the statement with whole um, olympic and the uh, sports community to suspend the russian athletes uh, in paralympic games uh, just all, all the poss possibilities we can use we do it so that's the the statement uh, like like i said to you like i said to you i mean you you have friends that are that are swimmers and 
and athletes on the on the Russian side. Do you feel for them being caught in the middle of this? Mm, I mean, I, I believe that, um, you know, it, it's, it's like, I don't really think that just being a swimmer in the middle of this makes sense anymore. Like, you're not a swimmer anymore. You're part of your um, country. Mm. It's like everything you do or not to do will affect you. It doesn't matter because we are too far, too far already. It doesn't really matter who you are, what do you do. Uh, you are, you're responsible for something. You're not talking, you're responsible. You're talking, you're responsible. And why do you think, uh, why do you think Russian athletes are afraid to say anything? None, none of them will speak um, about any like, of this. Like some athletes are speak out loud, so, like, uh, but mm, like uh, Russian tennis players are speak, speaking loud. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they're afraid because most of them, they are representing army first. You know, in the, in the country like Russia, you want to get extra money, kind of salary. And I think 90% of uh, national Russian team is representing army. Mm. And they quiet, they scare. Of course, they if they speak loud, they can lose their careers and they can just be banned from swimming for Russia. That's what we need to show them. You will be banned anyway. Mm. If the critical mass of amount of like of people will be more than certain amount, you can't ban everyone. You can't kill everyone. So that's why, I, honestly, it's difficult to call Russians to stand up uh, because I know personally because I had thousands of messages in personal from just asking what's going on to just cursing and giving him just bad words into my private account. It doesn't really matter. Oh, really? So you've had some hatred on that side too. <laughs> Most like 90% of messages is pure hate. Really? And, and I'm asking just, can you guys explain? Like, uh, cause in the beginning, I, I, I don't, I don't really want to say it's like, they say you're an idiot. And I'm just asking like, explain, don't just type something without an explanation, you know, but the main thing that they're saying eight years, Ukraine was attacking their regions. It's not really true. And if you remember, I had the, in 2014, they took Crimea, it's my homeland, right? And the first thing I did, it was an Italian competition that I like stand up with a Ukrainian flag with a peace on this flag. And that was my move to that. And why no one doing that in that, like in their country? That was my first move to make peace in my country that time. So if they're asking like, what do you, that's the question eight years we was not doing anything for peace but we were we tried but if russia sponsoring them and if russia like this frozen conflict if russia uh is, is, is if it's important for them of course they just now gonna say oh eight years you were killing donetsk and lugansk people now we're gonna make a re revenge they see it from a revenge perspective like how you can even say that First, it's our place, you know, it's our regions. It's not Russian regions, it's our regions. We know everything there. They don't know nothing. They don't know who is living there. Of course, some, some, someone in that conflict, in the Ukrainian conflict eight years ago, got hit. Some of their families got killed. And totally understandable that they can hate one another or another side. But generally, I cannot say that Ukraine was not doing anything for peace. And most of the last couple of years with a new president, the first thing he've done, he tried to stop any possibilities to shoot there. And the, the months before, how Ukraine even can 
try to shoot someone on their side, knowing that there's 150,000 troops standing right onto the border. Mm. So it was planned operation and it's not short term operation. This operation was 20 years ago made. It was one of the optional operation since Russia started to be a separate country. So I think it's a really global uh, plans of Putin against uh, Ukraine or against most of the post-Soviet Union countries. So there has been there's been some positive movement, like you said, some some people that have um, even FINA have come out and, and made some moves recently. So uh, what else are you looking for? What are, what are some of the other moves you think can still be made? Uh, you know, clear position, like how, how it works. It's more pressure we put as faster Russia will collapse economically. We're talking about economically right now because everything like uh, events, it's money, like trade is money. And everything was touched economical part will force Russian people rethink what they are doing. And what we are searching, we need to stop letting people represent Russia in any place around the world. We need to isolate Russia. And that's what from sports side, we're still calling for banning athletes or at least suspending them for, for some period, you know, uh, not banning for life, of course not. But we need to call like we, we don't want to hear recommending word oh, like FINA recommend something, uh, IOC recommends something. IOC recommending uh, countries not to uh, let people to compete. No, we want to have a statement. It's like, look, if, if Russia will not stop the aggression or till Russia will not, uh, will not stop the aggression, all sport relatives will not compete from Russia. Mm. Uh, for example, uh, FIFA and uh, UEFA already suspend Russian teams and uh, Russian athletes. I thought so they, they uh, I thought they said they could still compete, but just not under the flag. No, no, no. The the FIFA just said I just got the message. They oh, okay. Banned. They just said it. Okay. Uh, FIFA ban just maybe twenty minutes ago. That was just the news. What What time is it there for you right now? Uh, Seven p.m. What about sleep, man? Is it difficult for you to get sleep? Your phone's going off. Things are changing so rapidly. I'm, I mean, I'm you're you're anxious. I'm not sleeping much. This this night I was able to sleep six hours. Uh, before was just two hours. Uh, 20, 20, like two hours a night I was sleeping then I was moving back because uh, I take the responsibility now to uh, like for example we, when we're pre preparing videos from for the Olympic uh, family in Ukraine for all athletes uh, I I was making these uh, moves for making it you know so people are texting me many times and, and like now I have already if you see like uh, million messages here uh -huh. and then you can't see and I need to reply them as soon as we stop and and we're thinking about the next move how we can put more pressure uh we're also searching for some people who is potentially can be against us in the ukrainian family like who can you know it's like a, it's like a war I, I can't tell anything else because because of that uh, we we 24 7 available right now mm, mm. And, uh, sometimes i want to relax i want to just go to my bed close my eyes and or do something else but i can't uh, even uh, I, I have my pool two minutes from me, and today I went to the pool. I swam twice 15, 125, and I went back. I was going to say this: is is swimming is swimming just completely off the table for you right now? Um, I know another point that uh, as soon 
I represent my country somewhere abroad, I'm going to raise the voice more. Um, any competition is a chance, chance for me to raise the funds for uh, families or for kids that needs help. So I will use this opportunity. And if you win, if you show great results to show up to the world, uh, that's going to be the best opportunity to help my country. So I keep myself in shape as more as I can. Uh, is, I told you uh, I've been uh, uh, tapering for my nationals, so I'm in a good shape. And nationals? Where, where are your nationals at? Uh, in Kharkiv, is that the city that is uh, bombing? They, they before the war started, I need to do to leave the country. I need to, to I had a ticket for moving there, you know. And, so uh, I imagine the nationals is is over, obviously. I yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. Days before the that started, I was calling and say, look, guys, uh, my my tickets are cancelled. What we can do about that? And I mean, they say, come on, you have all the results already from the past. I mean, I have all cuts for world champs. It's not a problem. Yeah. Uh, but. I was discussing with the national president of Ukrainian Serving Federation, with the national coach. We are all together. National coach, the first day, he said that he's uh, under in shelter under the bomb attack. The guy who was training, one of my good friends, he's my buddy. Uh, he trained last season with me. My he lived in my house. Now he's in Kharkiv, and he got through already some terrible things. But uh, and well, like he went to the market, and you know now. It's difficult time, and he had like a lot of hair in his face, and he's got a big, big guy. And just also sharing to you now, uh, only professional army uh, are on fight. They're not calling every man to the fight because they need to know like that. You know how to shoot and everything. They're not uh, calling all the men. If you want, you can join some territory defense department, but it's just based on your will. So oh, guy, okay, all right. That uh, makes sense. Like uh, saying he went to the shop to buy some little food and uh, he got stopped by army and they thought that he is uh, uh, from, uh, not from Russia, from uh, this uh, republics because he is from that republics, but he moved to Ukraine because he supported Ukraine. They like pressed him down really hard. Um, they, they, they kept him for two hours, really violent, but when as soon they knew that he's he's like he like they uh, that he's clear, they everyone apologized. So even they understand, and he he got it as like normal because of course they need to check him. They need to check yeah. him. He's not gonna put anything uh, wrong to the place, and he's supporting there. And yeah, and uh, your phone is blowing up, man. <laughs> have you have you personally felt an inner? Um anxiety or pressure to want to go back and fight for your country uh yeah i wanted to honestly um i called people and i say i want to go back and fight uh, but it's difficult first it's difficult to me to go through this long way second people when i calling and saying what do you think should i go there or not they say look with a full respect to you man you're big and you're tall but when did you shoot last time that's what mm. they're saying to me you know mm -hmm. and uh in this scenario, in case if it's going to escalate so bad and they need my presence, I just go there, hundred percent, right? No doubt. But you, you haven't had any formal military training. I never been in army, never like zero. It was honestly, I thought that uh, I would like to, uh, because like, what what was my story? Uh, we need to have. Um, it's mandatory to go to army in Ukraine one, one year between eighteen to twenty seven. But if you go to university, 
uh, studies, uh, you're fine. You're gonna make it. Can make it later. But if you're above 27, uh, you don't need to go anymore. So I'm 29, and between 18 to 27, or I was uh, having study, or I was representing Ukraine in Olympic Games. So that's why I was not taking any part in military uh, lessons or courses. Mm. Have you uh, ever um, shot a gun before? I when I was five. So not for a while. Uh, this is the story, honestly. Uh, I told uh, I, my my story of my life is like that. I born in Crimea. Uh, my my father he was a seaman. Uh, he like uh, he was a mechanic on the ship, you know, mm -hmm. engineer on the ship. Mm -hmm. And then we moved to, and my grandfather he's an officer. Uh, he was in the past officer uh, on the of the submarines. And uh, when I was five, we moved to north of Russia in the navy base city that's my story and that's why i'm, I'm telling to the people guys i i know not only ukrainian part because half of my life my, my childhood was in russia and i know that every go like every day you go to the morning in the school you need to sing the national anthem uh the education is like a lot of military um uh, education is military and for example i know all type uh, the, the only thing I know from the school, all types of tanks we have. Mm. It's like from my brain, like I, I remember what tank they're doing this because they were doing it, giving it in school. So Russia is really a militaristic country because I was a kid and they were giving me this as a, as a knowledge. And uh, that's why I can see what is the really freedom and what is dictatorship. Yeah. And I choose my life to be Ukrainian. Um, and when I was five in that place, they gave me a shot on K-47, five years old. Wow. I mean, th this is the propaganda coming not from now, propaganda coming years and years. That's why some people are not really, excuse me. Uh, that's why some people are not really uh, open-minded for some real facts what's happening. Hey, so I'm seeing on the news, I don't know the developments, I've been busy myself, but I saw that they were getting together somewhere and they were talking at least. Is this a positive thing? Have you yeah. noticed or from your, you know, people you talk to, is, has things got quieter or is it still the same? Um, by the like, official information from some people, are they, that they are close to the, uh, they close for people who represent the Ukrainian country. They say, because they expected that they're gonna get it quick, they were not. They, right. I mean, they were not expecting the resistance. Mm -hmm. They're willing to talk, of course. And now it's the question: how to stop war without Putin lose his face too much to lose his power? Mm. That's what the Russian side is kind of thinking of. But at least now, uh, Russia not making the ultimate. Uh, uh, proposals like oh you must do that 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 it wasn't like that it was already the dialogue uh they're saying that this the first round is over already uh they're saying that the russia not objective yet about what's going on around this situation based on the economic parts and military base uh, based but uh, the the all the negotiation the negotiation started and let's see how it's gonna i mean i hope the war is gonna stop uh, but uh, we're not gonna give up that's the point yeah. Uh, we need to have clear guarantees of our safety for future. Right. This is the only reason how we can stop the war. 
Right. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man, we've just got a couple more minutes then. So tell me, what's what's your final message to people that are listening right now? Um, again, I want to uh, thank all the people that they are staying aside. Any um, any message, any any energy you're sending towards a whole Ukrainian nation, no, no matter who you're sending the message, it's helping. We feel your support and we're ready to stand in front of this conflict. Uh, by the way, uh, in the future, we're like making the platform to raise some funds, and uh, I will share to you later if anyone wants to uh, to, uh, to donate something. Yeah. Uh, all those money will be not transferred somewhere. We're just really going to use this money to the people that they need. We're going to monitor, and I will be responsible for whole 100% of the money we, we receive to that, that those money going to send to the people they need. Yeah. So that's another point. And third one, uh, the swimming community, uh, I would like to just them think about that's happening here. If you're in Brazil, it's not that far, you know, like just little thoughts about what's happening in the world can help us as well. Yeah. So I, I still can see some people that living this, the normal lives. I know well, I don't want to change their routines, just little attention can help us. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, man, <laughs> it's really difficult to, be having work going on right now and normal life going on and then we turn the news on or we we turn on social media and we see your country we see your your family we see i see you in pain it's it's really difficult man and and it's like that balance for us is um i want to stop everything i want to stop working i want to you know i just want to help somehow and so I want you to know that my platform is your platform. If you need to get any messages out there, you feel free anytime. I'll get you on here. Yeah. If you've got, um, like you said, websites or you know places where people can donate or anything, any message you want to get out, uh, please use my small platform that I have and get your message yeah, out. Right? I mean, honestly, uh, just to also finalize, for one thing is really, really terrible to what's happening around, uh, and this is real war. But from, from, from another hand, in case we overcome this, Ukrainian nation, Ukrainian country will be the best country in the world in the future 20 years because we will be the people who overcome the most difficult situation can happen and we can build up some new example of the country. So this is also the big chance for us. From one, one side, is, it's terrible, but from another, it's a chance. It's a chance to live in the real democratical country mm. when we can give our votes out all right man listen best wishes to you and the family like i said i'm always here for you anytime uh, feel free to reach out and we'll, we'll get something going okay yeah thank you man all right take care buddy bye